Hey, welcome back everyone to the Reader Copy Podcast. It is Wednesday, June 7th. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. Yes, welcome everyone to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I got me a Starbucks. Yeah. So uh, it's a warm day, so I got me a Starbucks to cool off. And that took about like 30 seconds to drink. And then I just <laughs> refilled it with ice and water. It's, it's good, Matt. It's good financials. Yeah, it's not a coffee. It's one of those, um, it's like a dragon fruit refresher with lemonade. It's made from dragon eggs yeah uh-huh. game of Straight thrones from, type uh, oh that's where like in game of thrones when she had the drink what? they made it to the episode there's like a drink on oh the table. yeah you think there's dragon fruit in there dragon fruit latte yeah you think that was like on purpose why just to get like some noise about it yeah it's like i think there was hey, enough views on, on game of thrones it, like it dipped a little bit so we gotta get those million views back we need the um what's it called the brand marketing what is <laughs> maybe there was starbucks back then in westeros yeah it's not our it's not the past. Right. Maybe there's, it's just an alternate world. So maybe there's a Starbucks in... Look, there's Starbucks everywhere. That's true. <laughs> Where they make dragon fruit things. I mean, that drink sounds like it's from another universe. I know you said you were going to try to wean off Starbucks. Yeah. It's kind of bullshit. You, you haven't about? at all? Well, um, I, I get it just every once in a while whenever someone else wants it. But it's like it's like the worst coffee there is. Pretty oh, much. Really? If you think about it, like really think about it, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I if anything, I've gotten more. Oh, really? Because like every now and then I'll be like, I'm going to stop by before work. Because mm. the app makes it so easy. Yeah. But the thing is like other uh, coffee shops have that now. The the chains, like the your Phil's, your Pete's, any other guy named after a P, you know, starts with a P. He's got a coffee shop himself. I Yeah. But something about Starbucks, it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Like they have a drive-thru. True. Okay. That's most- that's a different story. Do. Yeah. I don't know if any other coffee place has a drive through I mean, if you count McDonald's as a coffee place, because they have a pretty good line of coffee. Yeah. And it's actually okay, good coffee. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's just a convenience thing. drive through coffees. Yeah, that's true. There are those like mom and pop, like tiny, like it's just a tiny room coffee places. Oh, yeah, you can't even go inside. Right. There's no inside. Yeah. It's just for the workers. Right. Those places are usually good if they're still up, like they're still up and running. Yeah. Because it's so easy to shut them down. <laughs> there's no work to like okay we're calling it quits here it looks like that's where you go to like pay for your parking <laughs> right like you're, there's a bridge to, to right. go on yeah. yeah yeah there's one by our area that i have not partaken in yet yeah because it's one of those kind that where the baristas mm-hmm. are uh let's say scantily clad <laughs> and by that i mean they're, they're wearing like lingerie right. yeah what's up with that did they spill coffee on their clothes and they have to take it off as well i have to work my shift is that how it went <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not not against uh, like coffee, eye candy. <laughs> okay, okay, All right. But I would like more layers between someone's pubic hair and the uh, thing I'm gonna drink. All right, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's not for me. But also, say if it was for me, yeah, I don't have to buy coffee to pass it by. <laughs> <laughs> you just go up there like, oh, whenever you're ready, sir. And just like, okay. Um, <laughs> looking at the, there where's like the menu? 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I, I think you guys don't have anything for me. It was next, it's next to a grocery store, which is kind of funny. So <laughs> yeah. I went grocery shopping. Yeah. And when I went in, there was a guy waiting for his coffee. At the oh, grocery store? No, at the 
little booth thing. Okay. Right. Gotcha. I, I assume he's waiting for his coffee. Because mm-hmm. I went shopping in the grocery store for like 15, 20 minutes, came back out, and he's still there. And I don't think he was buying coffee. I think he was more like just like hanging out. Weirdo. Did he have a coffee in hand already? No. No. Was he talking to them? I'm sure he was trying to talk to them. Right. Okay. So, what do you do when you're off work? Do you wear clothes? <laughs> <laughs> And it sucks because they have nowhere to go. They can't like it's hide true. in the back. Damn, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a closet. Mode. Do you think they can't make coffee with clothes on? <laughs> I know when they have their own morning cup of joe, they're like they can't. They have to like. <laughs> you know uh, when you're like a um, when you're like a big drug dealer. What, yeah, when you're at that. Yeah, you know sure. when you get to that level, right? Sure. And then you have people like building the. I don't know what the terminology is. Oh, I think I stacking the coke for you and measuring and all that. Yeah. And you make them get naked so they don't. You can tell if they're stealing anything. They don't steal any cocaine, any money. Yeah. Right. Like in the movies, like the kingpin movies. It's gonna be like that. But it's gonna be like coffee beans, right? Instead of coke, cocaine, yeah. it's cacao. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I bet. I mean, that's the drug of choice of America. It's probably the most popular drug. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, it's basically a drug. It is addicting. Yeah, and I do have withdrawals. I, I, you know what? I've been, I've been weeding off it a bit too. Like in general, coffee. Oh really? I, I didn't have coffee the other day, and it was okay. And it was like, oh, I'm, I'm surprised. And then I had a cup of coffee because I waited until like the afternoon to see if I could do it, and I did it, and I'm like, oh, I'm proud of myself. Right. And then I had a cup yeah, of coffee. I can go whenever I want. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not things. I'm oh, cool, babe. She <laughs> <laughs> got like a little creamer around your lips. <laughs> Let me just get a sniff of the, the grounds. That's why there's a lot of homeless around Starbucks. Oh, right. It's because they, they need a, they're looking for that extra kick. Okay, let me get a pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. They'll do anything for the extra latte. Let me, let me hold an espresso. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, they're there for the free bathroom. There you go. Yeah. A nice uh, sink bath, sink shower. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I went to, um, I used to go to like a 24 hour Starbucks. Oh yeah, sure. And I used to go at like 2, 3 a.m. Why are you doing that? I didn't have a job at the time. Okay. And I wasn't in school. I was already done with school. Yeah. So I really had nothing to do. Okay. I, was... I did that in college. I'd go to McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. It was a 24 hour McDonald's? Yeah. Wow. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. What kind of people is at a 24 hour McDonald's? I didn't go inside. I was just drive through and go oh. home. Oh, okay. So the drive through. I'm talking about the Starbucks. Inside? There's, it's packed inside. No, inside it was a 20, it was 24 hours, but I just do drive through. Was there people in? Yeah. When did you, what do they look like? Homeless. Vagrants? <laughs> yeah. No, ours, when I would go, um, there'd, pe- there'd be like people doing homework because they're in college. Sure. There's people that look like- uh, Crazies? Not, not really crazy. Like They're just like night owls. Right? Oh, so are they like literature people? Yeah, something? maybe like that. Uh, yeah. Like, are they, are they smoking a pipe in a Starbucks? If it wasn't a Starbucks, they might be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right? Gotcha. And then every now and then you'll see like a truck driver come by and, and fill up like a big thermos. Of coffee? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like a Danny Connor or something? Something like that. Right. Okay. And I would go with my friend because he would get off work late. Okay. And I'd be like, well, I'm, I'm awake. I'll go with you to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And we'd go there for like an hour or two. And just chill there? Yeah. Huh. And you're drinking coffee at 2 a.m.? It's fine because I woke up at 12. <laughs> So it's like typical, like you have to wake up, you're having yeah. to have your coffee. Start it's the late. Day. Yeah. It's too late already. Gotcha. Yeah. All this to get around to say like I once used a restroom mm-hmm. and I forgot to lock the door and a homeless person went inside while I was in there. Oh, I'm yeah, I've done that again a lot of times because I just like, I'm already went. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't care. It's not my, no, I don't own the Starbucks. No, but it's a one person bathroom. Yeah. So and you, I'm in the middle of using it. 
Oh, really? Yes. No. Yeah. You're you're both together in the room? Well, he opened the door. Oh, okay. And I was like, occupied. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's weird. You're not, and he's like, not get out of my house. Really? <laughs> What are you doing to get a dub in my living room? Was that what it was like? Jeez. That's why I wash my dishes. Oh. <laughs> uh, what the hell? Yeah, uh, let's just say that, that Starbucks is not 24 hours anymore. Yeah, you, it's your fault? I'm just saying it's it, it doesn't stay open that late anymore. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. It You're went from better. like 24 hours to like we close at like 2 mm-hmm. to like now we just close a regular like 9 p.m. They learned their lesson? Yeah. Mm, okay, okay. They're, they're trying to pull overtime like look good at corporate. We can do 24 hours. But it was hours. weird that it was be packed that late so there are like just regular i mean like not, maybe not regular but like a lot of people there it's hard you can't find a table if wow you, if you were late that's that's weird that's weird at like 2 a.m midnight and, whatever and it was weird because it's the same people oh every day yeah that's weird yeah. Yeah, they had the routine they're also yeah it was part it of the sounds routine. like they're night owls exactly yeah yeah there was a group of tables that was like studying like they had books out okay and then we were me and my friend were going there so much that we were like we kind of bring something to do yeah so we brought like travel chess sometimes oh yeah can Next four. Like a deck of cards. Yeah. Did you guys get good at it? You're, you're, you're like those like um, those guys in like New York that play chess out, right. out in the public. Yeah. And you're like secret geniuses or something like that. I don't know about it's that. It's like a beautiful mind type thing going on. No, I was never that good at chess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to take a sip of my Starbucks again. Why don't you explain how the show works? Here at Reader Copy, split up into three bits. First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And today, we'll talk about Transformers Beast Wars. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories where we talk about what we've been watching, reading, and the entertainment we've enjoyed this week. Let's get into the news. One of my childhood favorite shows is coming back to theaters. This yeah. is what the third version. I don't know if you, maybe even fourth version. Yeah, I'd call it iteration. Sure, yeah. Of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and um, we got the like a little teaser a couple months ago. Now we got the official trailer, and we get a better idea of what the story is. And again, this is like the voice actors are like real young kids, teenagers, yeah, right? And the villains are mutants also, right? It's called Mutant Man. Mayhem, right? Right. So we're going to have some real mutants causing some mayhem, believe it or not. So like, I think the leader is Superfly, which I, I, I think this is a version of Baxter Stockman. Right. Like a f- half fly person. Even though it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. I think for sure it's far off. I think yeah. it's played by Ice Cube. Right. So, so. I, don't, I don't believe he's a scientist. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's a different character, right? Or is it... Because the only fly I know is Baxter Stockman. So it could be a new character. I just don't know. You know what it could be? It could be like, you know, when Steve Urkel turns into Stefan, like when you uh, transform, you're also right. kind of cool. But I so, guess he is like, is he made from a fly, not a person? So he's like a nerdy fly. And then when the mutagen got on him... Right. He then turned to super fly. Right. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's like the Stefan version. Yeah. Okay. I like it. He turned to Ice Cube. Right. Right. Um, and then there's like other means too. Most of them I don't recognize. All I know is Rocksteady and Bebop. Right. Is um the pig one is played by Seth Rogen, right? Am I wrong? One of them, yeah. yeah. This is also like a Seth Rogen produced thing. Right, He's yeah. like the head guy. Mm-hmm. But I think so, yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, and I think there's like a lot of celebrities in this thing. I, yeah. I did, we didn't really hear the other villain mutants talk, but still, like, there seems like, like good synergy between the, the turtles themselves. Like, they do f- feel like brothers and they're right. having fun. And it sounds like they are even like younger than what we know the neutrals to be because this is like their first adventure almost in this story. 
story. Like they want to defeat the evil mutants mm-hmm. so that the world will see them as heroes and accept them. But of course, uh, sure, by the end of the story, we're going to realize like it doesn't matter. You're different. So we're, we fear you. Therefore, we hate you. You think it's how it's going to end up? We don't know. Yeah. We could be surprised. Yeah. Because <laughs> we need a sequel. Right. Right. It's, they, they need this some. Is step one. Okay. Gosh. Uh, but the yeah, I th- I like I like it so far. I'm liking the animation. Right. Yeah. Um. In uh, we're gonna talk about it a little bit later, but like animation recently has been like I think a jump in especially like these superhero style things because these guys yeah. look like they're drawn but also made of play-doh at the same time it's it, it's interesting yeah i think they were for a long time it was what dreamworks and disney and they have a, a similar look not exactly the same i could tell which one's which but it's still cartoony yeah where this and you'll say like spider-verse stuff it's like a very like cell shady its own thing i haven't seen anything like these things it's it's all cg right yeah. like but it's like taking a different approach to it where right. like cg already had a specific style like your default pixar right and then this is like like, well, everything can have its own look now. Yeah. Because there's still like 3D models, 3D renderings. Of course. But the texture is like paper. Try to make it flat, but still. Like like you said, it's like hand-drawn over a 3D model or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks really cool. I love it. I, I think this is, it's, I like how it's unique. This specific yeah. movie, it is different from when you get to like Spider-Verse things. Yeah. There's, even them, they're, they're different. They have their own style and yeah. things. Yeah. I like that. Um, this is the first time we got to hear Jackie Chan's Splinter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, ex- I didn't expect it. It was a little jarring to me just because I know in my head what Splinter sounds like from my generation of Ninja Turtles. Sure. And this just sounds like Jackie Chan. Right. It's like, like what is Jackie Chan doing t- tutoring Ninja Turtles right yeah. now? Yeah. It makes sense though, like get a classic Kung Fu master, mm-hmm. but like it's not what I think of when I hear Splinter. I think it works. We've seen, he's an older statesman as an yeah. actor now. Yeah. So it works. You can see his wisdom just in his own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, he, there was one laugh in the trailer with him ready where it was like, don't use that word. Oh, the, word, the, like, the rat. You're going to rat me out. Yeah. I like yeah. that. That's kind of fun. So I think he's got the comedic chops. For you dirty fun. rat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you killed my brother. What is that from the first Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Ninja Turtles movie. I don't know. <laughs> was it Shredder? No. <laughs> Speaking of Shredder, still not in the trailer. I don't think he's going to be in the movie. But I think is the the Ninja Turtles will defeat the evil mutants, right? Okay. Except there'll be two that are still kind of like beat up but not defeated. Right. And then they'll they'll be like crawling like, oh, what do we do now? And then the samurai guy appears and it's Shredder and he takes him in. I like it. Okay. This is just introducing the idea of mutant half yeah. uh, animal people. And then we're going to get to the real arch nemesis Shredder in the next movie. Right. And then in the third, we'll get into space with Krang. Okay. 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 I, I don't, that's like past my <laughs> head can. Like, I don't know what Krang's all about. I just remember from the video games. He wasn't in my cartoons, my Ninja Turtles. Like, it was like. My Ninja Turtles. Yeah. My era of they're Ninja Turtles. They're not yours. They're mine. <laughs> like, yours was like the very beginning of Ninja Turtles, right? Like, yeah. It was the first version. They made pizza look amazing. Like yeah. that type of era. And it was very like cartoony, mm-hmm. Fox, like Saturday morning cartoon. After watching an episode, did you ever like want to crawl into a manhole and see what's, what's going down? No. <laughs> No, but I remember it was because my generation was when it was like the biggest thing on earth. Right. So they had like deals with like Pizza Hut. Uh, they had um, they had a, a, a movie that I think went straight to video. Oh, really? That was them. They formed a band. What the heck? And they played guitars. And they all played guitar. No, I think Donatello played drums. Okay. And um, and it was like a documentary style thing. What? As if they were really a band, like a behind the scenes of them touring. You're saying it's like 
like a mockumentary, like yeah. it's the office or something. Exactly. What is they're ahead of their time? Yeah. And then the, so it's like a behind the music, like right. MTV. Yeah. It was so weird. Because even as a five-year-old, I was like, this is not real. Why are they doing it this deep? <laughs> This is not this is not my Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like they're first off they're not even fighting. They're playing like garbage music. <laughs> like this is irresponsible. They're heroes. They should not be <laughs> doing their hobbies for a living. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying like beating up the foot doesn't pay the bills. Okay. So they gotta have a side job. <laughs> One for them, one for us. That's everything. Okay. Uh, but again, this trailer for the new one looks very cool. I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, I think animated superheroes are our eight right now. And yeah. they aren't, sometimes I don't think of the Ninja Turtles as heroes, superheroes, but they kind of are. They basically are, right? It's from the comics. I always think yeah. of it as like a, a weird sci fi experiment thing, but. Well, yeah, I mean, that's both. What, what, what is Captain America? You got me there. He's not a turtle. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, speaking of other teenage heroes, yeah, uh, we know uh, at this point in my life, I have seen uh, Across the Spider-Verse already. At this point, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw it yesterday from this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and then news broke, Variety is talking to um, is Amy Pascal. She's like head of Sony. Right. Sony Movies. Pictures. Yeah. Uh, she kind of teased that they're working on a live action Miles Morales movie. Yeah. Uh, she Her quote was like, you'll see all of it. It's all happening. So I just, I guess there's like promises in the air of a Miles Morales possible picture coming out. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't know. Yeah? I'm not, I don't trust Sony 100% yet. Who else is going to do it though? They own it. I know, that's why. It's yeah. like, I just hope kind of the thing where like you forget to pay your bill and then they take it back kind of thing. Like if, if Marvel could somehow repo Spider-Man back. Oh, <laughs> take, take backsies? Yeah, it's like, hey, you missed, uh, this is a third notice. Oh, you didn't you didn't pay your bill this month to the fans. The fans yeah. like the 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 fans want their entertainment bills paid. I'm just saying it's like if if it was like Venom, like which I love Venom, right? Yeah, I did not like the second one at all. I still don't. know. So my, my initial reaction was the same as yours. Like I don't trust Sony. Yeah, because of the Venom and Morbin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing was like, do they mean like this is going to be MCU thing? Like adjacent? Like it's a Tom Holland Spider Man? Jason thing and he's going to get his own Miles Morales. This is what I, I don't know. First off, there's no details whatsoever yet. It's all just rumors, honestly. We got rumors all day for comic news this week. But truth is like, wh- why wouldn't they do it, right? Right. But uh, what I'm thinking is it could be both. It could be with Tom Holland in it also. Yeah. And yet have no other connection to the MCU because no one knows Peter Parker in the MCU. I, yeah. I think I kind of like that idea. <sighs> yeah, but it sounds like you don't from that side. It's just, I, again, I don't trust Sony. And it's weird because they make some of the worst superhero movies and some of the literally literally some of the best superhero movies oh yeah yeah what do you, what is up there is some of the, the best like no way home or, yeah. or I'll, I'll spoil it now across the spider verse is really really good yeah but i mean yeah across the, the animated stuff is yeah. very good yeah but like the i'll the say spider- now craven's probably going to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> the the freaking no way home is like that's mcu so i i give i honestly give it to them rather than oh that you're right you're right right okay what about like um Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man 2, I think, is one of the best comic book movies of all time. It might be my favorite Spider-Man movie still. Okay. And that's 
I mean, it's been years. Yeah. If you're just looking at your latest track record, it's like not that great. Right. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I think I kind of like the idea of a Miles Morales, but also it's like, but just the thing is like the when you compare it to the animated stuff. Yeah. Their live action non Tom Holland movies. They're yeah. moving at a snail's pace. Right. They don't right. have one Spider Man yet. Yeah. Right. And it's because I, I understand they don't want to confuse the audience, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, how many Batmans do we have right now? Yeah, but is the audience really complaining? I guess not. Yeah. And according to the track record for the animated stuff, the fans can handle it. There's one universe they have has no yeah. Spider-Mans. The other universe has infinite amount of <laughs> Spider-Mans. Are you telling me you're not having any, like, multiverse fatigue yet? Uh... No, I because I do feel a pivot coming down there. Just some change. Because right. it's still like the MCUs and the forefront. I feel of change coming. I mean, not until Secret Wars. It's my guess. Yeah. I I, I, don't, I don't feel fatigue. Not yet. Okay. Right. But you do. You felt it before it happened. Yeah. I right. didn't want multiverse stuff because it's a cheap way to get to from A to B. Yeah. But I mean, you could do it well. I've seen it done well. Right. It's just sometimes, most of the time, it's not done well. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And there's things where like... At the moment, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then looking back on it, it's like, there's no substance there. Because there's infinite amount of whatever? It, it felt way too like oh. shoehorned in fan service mm, Okay. Okay. Because other than No Way Home, for me, I think multi... Yeah. No Way Home was like the best multiverse stuff. And then everything else is like, yeah, you're I forcing mean, it. Yeah. The anime like Into the Spider-Verse is great, yeah. right? I, I guess, yeah. 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 All right. Live action Miles Morales, though. Are you wanting to be age accurate? Like, he's like 13. I think that would be good actually. I think 13 would be just old enough and you're getting the same like spark of like a young teenager figuring out things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the right approach. And then you can have that actor on for a long, like many uh, movies. Yeah. Right. I think it's the way to go. That's true. Um, A lot of things, well, some things borrowed from Tom in Tom Holland's Spider-Man version is actually more from Miles Morales. Like Ned is ganky. Sure. They just copied that character. Mm -hmm. And that's Miles Morales his best friend right so they'd have to alter that I think and which they kind of did in Spider-Verse like Genki is like almost non-existent whereas in the comics and in the video games he's a big part of like Miles' journey as Spider-Man yeah it would have to I mean is he just like his guy in the chair type of thing exactly yeah so I don't know Um, just give him a different villains I guess some more big bads yeah I mean like he has a different upbringing with a uh, black father and Latina mo- uh, Latina mother so it's like yeah. a different story there Right. Do you want that? Like uh, the actor to play Miles should be both. Um, that's you're narrowing down your field now. Yeah, that's pretty. I guess I'm not sure. I don't know. What do you think? I honestly, I would like to see it lead more towards Hispanic. Yeah, but I understand like he's both, right? Yeah. Um, it's gonna be harder to find one that's like fifty fifty exactly. Yeah, it's pretty hard. You, that's a good point. You kind of narrow down your pool of actors. Huh? Yeah, especially young actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's even harder. That can do gymnastics. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like. You, with Tom Holland, he he from the get go, he knew the gymnastics already. Like he, that's why he's like pretty great as Spider Man. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a pretty. It makes sense right away. Right. I think like Tobey Maguire. I don't never saw him swinging around. Yeah, I remember he did like a audition tape. Oh yeah, because apparently he really wanted it, and the studio didn't want him. Like he wasn't their first choice. Really? I think their first choice was like Leonardo DiCaprio. Wait, what? Oh, okay. So at the time, yeah, are they about the same age? You think? Yeah. Okay. And I think they're like really good friends. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they're both famous. Yeah. Um. And Tobey Maguire sent an audition tape where he dressed up like Spider-Man jumping around. Yeah. And then he realized like, they can't tell that I worked out. <laughs> 
because I'm wearing like this thing. So he did it like topless, like shirtless. That's funny. <laughs> Jumping around. Yeah. That's not flattering. <laughs> but he got him the job. Okay. Uh, this Miles Morales thing, I'm excited about it. I think I think it's a good approach. Just get some forward action. Let's give the Spider-Man mantle to somebody. How about somebody? <laughs> My, my guess um, this is still way down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear like even Tom Holland said production on the next Spider-Man movie, his, is at a pause because of the writer's strike? I think that just probably just was going to happen anyways. Yeah. If, they, if they're if they middle of writing, they have to pause and yeah. it's serious money they're throwing around, right? I mean, yeah. so. So I'm guessing if we do get a Miles Morales movie, it's going to be way down the line still. So by then I'll be okay with it. By then? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking like five to six years. Five to six years until we get something. Yeah. Like he might appear in the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. Yeah. And maybe like get bit. And then, I mean, follow the line of the ultimate Spider-Man storyline. Oh, that's his story. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Like, I don't want to spoil that story, but that's where Miles comes from. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to Peter could happen to him, to Tom Holland in the movies. Wow. Okay. Right. And then he could take more of the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Kind of like a Falcon does with Captain America. Okay, take the reins. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, none of them have gotten the this the Venom suit yet, so no. I wonder if that'll come up when we get to Secret Wars and things will go down there. That's when it intensifies, and we have two Spider Mans there. Uh, if 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 no one is wearing the black suit in Secret Wars, it's like the biggest fumble of all time. <laughs> I'm gonna have conniptions because <laughs> I mean that's literally the only thing, the only good thing that came from Secret Wars. <laughs> What are you, t- you talking? They had a bunch of action figures that came out, right? <laughs> It's like, take that one thing from the original Secret Wars and everything else should be the, the newer Secret Wars. 2015? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. like that. Because, so, I mean, it's you were talking about fan service. That's fan service. Like, do the, the cover, the pose and everything. Yeah. That's that's like the, the I can imagine Tommy McGuire's uh, black suit, <laughs> Spider-Man doing that pose, but like yeah. out of costume even. That's, he's like dancing. <laughs> he's wearing a black all black suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, again, I think it's going to be way down the line until we see a live action Miles, but I I think the world will be ready by then yeah. yeah i think so as long as we get some writers on it yeah. chop chop what is in production because i guess the script is already written uh is the next deadpool movie that's right talk about multiverse mm, well, sure. he's literally like traveling from studio to studio he's got like a one-way ticket right yeah. maybe some layovers on the way yeah to to get to his universe right it's weird because he's the only one well i guess maybe not he's the know. only one that's like the guy that's going to continue on but there will be some cameos we know Hugh Jackman's gonna appear as Wolverine that's right of course um, but over on cinemablend.com they had uh, the rumor that more X-Men could show up and replace the role in the next Deadpool so there are rumors that James Marsden will come back as Cyclops uh, Femke Jenkins is that how you say your name Jen- Jenkins yeah will come back as uh, Jean Grey and Halle Berry as Storm now is this good news is it just kind of fun news how do you how are you taking this how are you ingesting this um, if it's for this movie, I'll be okay with it. I think it is just for this movie. Maybe just like a yeah. a final send off. Honestly, I thought like Days of Future Past was a send off already for these actors, but that was a couple movies ago. <laughs> yeah, but it's like um, that wasn't Disney. Okay, so Disney wants the money. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we're going to do it again. Right. Okay. Final goodbye to these characters, these actors as these characters. Yeah. Um. I, I know Halle Berry wasn't the best Storm, but it, there is nostalgia there. Just because of, like, X-Men was one of the first yeah. really great superhero That's when, movies. Yeah. After, like, um, Tim Burton, Batman stuff. Yeah. We got a bunch of crappy superhero movies. It was a drought. And then uh, X-Men came and were like, no, they can be, they can be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't have to be bad. They can be okay. They can be good. X2, oh, really great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do want to see these characters back. I think, um, yeah, on the topic of Halle Berry, maybe she was in the best storm. Because when you think of storm, you think literally like a force of nature, yeah, right? Yeah. Not, But also like the personality too, right? Yeah. I don't know if you, Halle Berry ever lived up to that. James Marsden, like Cyclops is like your favorite character, right? Of the X-Men. Of the X-Men. Yeah, okay. And he just seemed like kind of a puppy dog. He was just thrown away. Like yeah. in the third one, he died off screen. Okay. And then never to be heard of again. Yeah. he He's never really the leader he was supposed to be. Not really. And in the second one, he's like kind of brainwashed most of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. So like Cyclops, the world doesn't know Cyclops yet. <laughs> he was right. Cyclops was right. <laughs> Um, I wonder which, because with Deadpool and Wolverine coming back, we don't know exactly the time frame of which Wolverine we're getting, and that that could go the similar with these X Men characters. Like, is this going to be Phoenix, Jean Grey? Is this going to be Storm with the um, Mohawk? Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know if we've ever seen that yet, huh? On screen. Oh, we had we did with the other Storm. Oh yeah, right. That's true. But uh, again, like the timeline with Deadpool specifically, his uh-huh. I think it's a bit even earlier because there was like that like, quick cameo and we saw the, all the X Men, but that was like the that was the other generation yeah i think it's just because that's cool they could get right let's say i think they're like filming those movies at the same time it's in the other room yeah (laughs) i think deadpool canon really doesn't matter (laughs) right yeah it's we're having fun it's a different colossus in every movie right yeah yeah Yeah, so it really doesn't matter but this with um these actors i think it'd be kind of cool i I think um that that's the best gene gray i've seen so far in live action I think uh, Sansa Stark did not live up to it. I didn't really get the Jean Grey character at all. It just seem, seems like every X-Men is in love with her. Don't get it. Okay. Um, I get it. <laughs> uh, Deadpool, I get like you have to make a third one. The first two made so much money. It'd be foolish for Disney not to make a third one. But is this like just to close out Deadpool or do you think Deadpool's an ongoing character in the MCU? I think he, I think Ryan Reynolds yeah. would love the idea of continuing to work with, with Marvel. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think he can sway them because I, I don't think the rest of them are going to continue on yeah like hugh jackman said he was never going to do this again and he's doing it one time now his character died <laughs> right <laughs> right and well he, i mean all of them died <laughs> true i guess so but i mean you know what i mean <laughs> they haven't had a movie for him specifically but this uh deadpool i think ryan reynolds is persuasive enough to say like i want a bunch of movies and i think we both want a bunch of movies of deadpool like okay, so you want like I, a four or five and all that? i would I, I want him like in the x-men movie uh, like adjacent like shows up or i think we can, i think x-force movie is in our right. future yeah i was gonna say that i think deadpool 3 would be good and then following that let's just get x-force instead of um more deadpool yeah i think that's yeah. a good move what could happen is uh maybe like we'll do x-men you right? okay really really establish Cyclops and Jean Grey. Mm. They're the the it couple of Marvel at the time, right? Right. They're the Brad Pitt, Angelina. Right. They have a kid, Uh goes to the future, grows up, comes back, and then he partners with Deadpool (laughs) to form the (laughs) X-Force. Right. Right. He's like a different race than his parents, right? He's half techno virus. (laughs) 
Yeah. I, um, Deadpool 3, I'm excited for it. This is just a rumor that the other X-Men will appear, but yes. I'm pretty, like, I'm really going to bet it'll happen. I think it'll be, um, whether it's a universe hopping or maybe time hopping with Deadpool, I, yeah. I think this might be like an adventure movie. Like, he's getting jettisoned around or somehow. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Because I know um, we know Morbius from the TVAs in it. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I bet he's like, hey, you have to form a team for this mission and you get to pluck members you want from any time and he's just getting X-Men from different times. That sounds kind of fun, yeah. To yeah. Some big event he has to stop or whatever. Yeah. I like that. A mutant apocalypse. And this is really him like talking to the audience. Like Maybe right. they can use Deadpool as like a narration device that kind of explains to the audience. Like yeah. this whole movie is actually just set up for multiversal stuff to make it easier <laughs> on you guys. I'm sure he's going to mention like Disney buying Fox. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the main crux of this movie though is him buying a soccer team. <laughs> Uh, speaking of buying things, when Disney bought Fox, you're right. Not only did they get all the X Men property, they got the Fantastic Four. That's right. And we've known this for a while that Fantastic Four movies coming soon. Um, I think who was it? Uh, hmm? The Spider Man director was supposed to direct it, but then he dropped out. Was it Watts? Is that yeah, it? yeah. I think he's going to do a Star Wars thing now instead. Right, right, right. So I don't know if we have a director yet for Fantastic Four, but it sounds like a leaked list of the cast may be out there. Allegedly, this is the final list for the casting. Uh, for Reed Richards, we have Adam Driver. For Sue Storm, we have Margot Robbie. For Johnny Storm, we have Paul Mescal. And Ben Grimm is a David Diggs. Um, we did an episode where we did a fan cast of yeah. uh, the Fantastic Four. I like mine better. Really? <laughs> Than this list that we're getting yeah. final. Yeah. Um, okay, here's what I'll say. Yeah. Adam Driver is a great actor. So He's a superstar, basically. Yeah. I don't see Reed Richards, but he's a great actor, so he could morph into it. Take, take his own. Yeah. Is what you're thinking? Margot Robbie is also a great actress, and I think she has the gravitas to be this leading woman that Sue Storm is in the MCU, in the in Marvel comics. Yeah, obviously a leading actress, right? She's like the... Yeah. But Sue Storm is like the heart of Fantastic Four. Sure. And a lot of times uh, when Avengers need to communicate with Fantastic Four, they talk to her instead of Reed because Reed is like kind of cocky. Up in his own world. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the other two actors, Paul Mescal, I don't I haven't seen any of his movies. So he is in um, the the movie After Sun. Uh, he actually, what, uh, he was nominated for Best Actor last year in the Oscars. Yeah, I've, I've seen him around. He's uh, in- I'm assuming he's a good actor. The TV show Normal People, the, the Irish uh, TV never, show. You know, Normal People, and I think it's on Hulu. Yeah. What is it called? Normal People. Normal People. <laughs> Um, Yeah, and then uh, David Diggs. I that's not who I hear when I hear it's clobbering time. Yeah, (laughs) I guess I didn't think of that. That like he's got to have like a classic catchphrase going on. Yeah, this guy has like kind of like a high pitched voice, doesn't he? He kind of does. Yeah, he uh, he was on Hamilton, right? He's like a singer, like he's a a music artist. Yeah, and I've seen him in other things. And yeah. I think he's kind of funny. Okay. But I just not who I I wouldn't even like considered him for the role. But who am I? He really strikes me as like a like an artistic guy. Like he just yeah. has fun with like random projects. Like I think he was like in a lot of indie movies. Uh-huh. I, I actually like a band he's in, which is like a experimental rap group called Clipping. It's pretty okay. fun. It's pretty good. It's like industrial music. But I, I again, I, I don't see him as Ben Grimm right it's away. It's not rock music. Not really. It's not orange rock music. <laughs> Okay. No, it's not made out of orange rock music, no. Yeah, see, I, yeah. But what I do say is like Ben Grimm and 
Reed Richards are supposed to be very different. And the there's a weird pairing with David Diggs and Adam Driver, but maybe there's like a weird friendship there. Do you know what I mean? There, there's they're supposed to be that. Like a, you look at both of them, you're like, they wouldn't be friends, but they are. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I look at their pictures. I don't think they're friends. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if Adam Driver has friends. He's like that. Uh, Margot Robbie, I think she's a pretty good actress. In the 90s, Sue Storm just becomes like a sexual... Well, I don't think they're doing that one. I hope they don't. You know, it's a, Ed, I think Margot Robbie gets that record, uh, like that uh, look a lot of the times with after Wolf of Wall Street and all that. Um, I think because they went with Adam Driver, if this list is true, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Driver is one of those actors that has range. Okay. And I, I am assuming you go with an Adam Driver, even though he's not the classic look of a Reed Richards. Like Reed Richards is straight stretchy like long wise adam driver is stretchy like width wise (laughs) yeah like like in uh last jedi like man's (laughs) is super wide he's a wall right (laughs) i didn't think i guess i guess reed richards could stretch that way yeah but it's just not the common way he does it not default that's not his what he was before yeah like reed richards is like spaghetti and adam driver is like lasagna (laughs) (laughs) you you have a point But I'm saying that because they still, if they still go with him, it's probably because his acting range is so good that the character will go through that progression mm. and go from, you know, the, the hero becoming a superhero and maybe kind of veering uh, off course. Yeah. It's it's not always like cut and dry, black and white with Reed Richards, right? right? He's yeah. a complex guy. Um, when I think of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, I kind of always envision them arguing with each other. And sure. Adam Driver knows how to argue like no other like in like marriage story <laughs> yeah. so like I think maybe for that point it's a good pick but uh do you want the Fantastic Four we see in the movies to be pretty far along in their journey already like they have children already um I wouldn't hate it but maybe it'll muddy the, the, what we're trying to get to like build up their characters already because then you're just adding more characters like we still have to introduce these four at first yeah there's that but um maybe they have would they be heroes already or do you want them to do you want to see an origin story I don't need to see an origin story Story, but I, I do want to see like I don't know like some kind of journey like I don't want them to be just the same by the end of the movie like where have they been if they already have the superpowers right that's that's one question was it just like a underground experiment that gave them the powers when they like you know it's not in the news yeah could be something like that yeah I, I would say like they've been in space the whole time or something like that. okay okay I like that and then they get like just radiation there and they get the powers yeah maybe they have their powers and they've been superheroing up in space up in space oh, okay okay Okay, maybe like fighting a nihilist or something. Or playing basketball <laughs> with Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, it's funny, like Adam Driver was real, literally who I casted for Doctor Doom. Yeah. And, and I like see... he's so much more of that character. Yeah, but it is, it's Kylo Ren, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I know what you're saying. Uh, I'm I, I'm excited for the, this casting, actually. I think it's going to work. Yeah, I mean, it could work. Um, Diggs is the only one that I'm like, I don't see it, but oh, yeah. um, three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we get to see what, what's come out of it, and we'll see if it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, well, Diggs. That's, uh, that's it for the news. Um, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Um, just search us in your podcast app if you haven't already, and make sure to hit that follow button. Much appreciated from you guys. You can find us on instagram facebook and twitter at the reader copy podcast you can look us up there and get some more comic book talk or any other uh, fun entertainment we like to talk about all right we got a comic book this week that is called transformers beast wars (laughs) 
robots in disguise. <laughs> uh, we, you know, we had to do another Transformers comic book because, of course, there's a new movie coming out. Uh, not a Michael Bay feature this time. Transformers: Rise of the Beast is coming out into theaters, so you know it's a hot topic right now. It's coming out, so we decided to do another comic, and uh, they're featuring some of the Beast Wars characters. So we got to do a uh, Beast Wars comic. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do it. The movie looks totally different than what I know Beast Wars to be. Yeah, I mean they. I wrote it from a member from the show. They did their own thing before they intermingled with the other Transformers. I guess the the Autobots. I don't know if they ever did. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because I would do want to talk about this for the old show, like yeah, where it was a great show back back in the day. You're looking at it, it's like yeah, this is state of the art. It looks Look so it. real. It we're never gonna top this. It's right. the, the earliest CGI like animated shows, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, we've uh, we, this is the singularity. We've unlocked it. We're in the future. Of course, Transformers would be the one to look so like genetically <laughs> <laughs> rendered. Um, I looked at it a couple of years like earlier today, uh, yeah. recently, and it just hurts the eyes. It's like, ugh. It's what happened to it? Unrecognizable. Like, it's like the file's corrupted or something. It looks so strange. It just, <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it, but back in the, even the storylines, like, it's kind of interesting of a show, right? Yeah. And it's because they, okay, here's why Transformers is bad. The people. <laughs> Right, right. I don't watch Transformers to watch the people. My favorite Transformer is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Um, but Beast Wars, because it takes place like prehistoric times, uh, there's no people. Animals. There's animals. There's animals. That's fine. Yeah. Actually, there was like cavemen people. But, oh, really? But they, they didn't even interact with them until like later seasons. So that's why it was so good. Gotcha. Okay. No no people muddying the waters. Uh, our comic book today comes from IDW and of course licensed from Hasbro. And we're really just going to be covering the first three issues of the, the comic um, how about the movie? Are you excited about the movie? Rise of the Beast at all? I can't wait to watch it on streaming. Yeah? You're not buying your ticket? You don't have your ticket? No. Really? I'm not going to buy it. Um, I, these Transformer movies, um, why do they keep making them? Cause because they sell. <sighs> That's why. Because people buy tickets. Because this is like a, a half reboot. Because it doesn't take... It's like a prequel and some of the characters from the old Michael Bay movies are in it. But it's like a different story. Yeah. Because like Optimus Prime is still in it. Right. But but uh, from the trailer, like the gorilla guy is in it. Is he called Optimus also? I think he's called Optimus Primal. And Optimus Prime is there. They're also in the same movie together. Yeah. All right. I didn't know. I, 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 I really, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know who, who's in it? Do you know who's playing Optimus Primal? It was Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, yeah. And I was like, that's hilarious. He could just transform into Ron Perlman. I'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, let's let's get it. Our our um, creators today, the writer is Eric Burnham, Optimus Perlmo. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, our writer is Eric Burnham, and our artist is Josh Burncham. Okay. <laughs> Can you repeat that? Our writer is Eric Burnham. Our artist is Josh Burncham. <laughs> you couldn't, right? Is it totally rhyming? Um, our writer, he he's worked on a lot of different like '90s, '80s properties, Ghostbusters, TMA. Oh. MNT, cool. Back to the Future. Uh, he did one comic that's interesting. It's Ghostbusters meets Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I was like, oh, wow. that's a weird uh, mash of, of characters. That's, yeah. I wonder if that's any good. Um, but yeah, our artist, he's worked on a lot of Transformers stuff, right? Like this. Um, there's one pretty big one, Robots in Disguise. Like that's the name of the, the storyline. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. 
there's there's I started learning about this too in research. There's a Transformers comic called Transformers Spotlight, which like they focus in on one Transformer and like nice. they revolve around that one. I think the Shockwave one is really good because mm. I think it's like Shockwave is like the main villain yeah. in like the the comic book storyline. Like he's like the leader. Like it's not Megatron. because uh, he is like the second in command. Kinda. It's it's pretty. I think that's like the one of the better Spotlight ones. Um, because like the comics, they're pretty convoluted. Like there's yeah. all these politics and stuff. And um, but but the Beast Wars, it's like a, a reboot, so it's, it's fine. He also worked on Transformers, the animated movie, the comic book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, the musical, the musical. <laughs> but like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on with Transformers. Let's go into like a roll call for all the Transformers sure. in this book. You know, some of these comics they have like a page that just explains who's who. So for the Maximals, we have uh, Optimus Primal, Nyx, Rat Trap. Cheetor and Rhinox. And they're the, the good guys. They're the good guys, right? Supposedly. They're like the Autobots, but they're the Maximals. Right, right, of course. Then there's who would be the copies of the Decepticons. These are the Predacons, right? The bad guys. Right. We have Megatron, Tarantulas, Scorponok, Waspinator, Terrorsaur, Scold, and Dinobots. Right. And I know there's a lot of names, but like just if you hear a name and it sounds kind of sinister, they're probably a Predacon, right? They're probably a bad guy. That, that's a sexual the, Predacon. Okay. <laughs> Let's not get there. <laughs> but there's all yeah, there's there's a lot of characters. We'll try to make it easy for you. Anything you want to say before we jump into the story? Let's just get into it. Uh, Scorpinox is definitely a sexual predicon. Okay. What about Scold? Scold. Uh, talk about the the bad guys, right? We we start off with one character. This character's actually name is uh, Galavar, right? right. And, yeah. Um, this character is actually being like judged on by Cybertron's council. So Cybertron is a Transformers old homeworld, and think of them as like a thriving world, yeah. right? Like it's just trans- instead of people, they're they're Transformers, and they have their own government. So they have which a council, is, which is weird because the Maximals and the Predacons are the ancestors of the Autobots and the Decepticons. So this is centuries later. Right, yeah. And I thought Cybertron was dying, but I guess now it has rebuilt. I, I guess there's cycles to everything, but yeah, yeah. like in Transformers, Cyber, uh, Cybertron is like yeah. Krypton, basically, right? right? Like they're the old home planet. Do they even have Cybertrucks? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think, oh, maybe the thing is going to transform when you buy it. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Maybe a cool mech you can ride. Mm-hmm. It looks like it would, not going to lie. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gallif he's being judged on by the council and the council's like you're we have this new golden disc that our science ministry has found and Galavar is like uh, we need to take it, read it, and examine where it comes from. But the council's like, we don't want to meddle in science. It's like, yeah. we don't know what this came from. We don't want to interfere with the balance of the outer galaxy. Right. Basically. It's like an artifact that their civilization has found. Yeah. Just from a distant civilization, it's different off planet. boot disc. Right. Yeah. And uh, Galavar saying, well, let me tell you what. I'm going to have my people break in uh, to your science ministry, take the gold disc, and we're going to do it ourselves, figure right. out where it came from. Yeah. Uh, along with that is we're going to uh, break into where you keep all of the spaceships. <laughs> they call these the, the transwarp-capable starcrafts. Right. They're like time-traveling spaceships. Yeah. We steal one. We're going to steal one. We're going to steal one, and then we're going to blow up the rest. Yeah. And we see this all going on. Like, he's pretending like this is his plan, yeah. but it already happened. Right. He's like, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, we did this already. And the the council, there's like three Transformers there looking 
looking at him like, how dare you, right? He's, they all see Galavar as like this terrorist. And right. he's got a, a band of groups that's just taking, destroying, making mayhem. And um, Galavar, he, he's like brushing off all the judgments. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't, I don't accept your judgment. I don't even accept you calling me by that name. From henceforward, I'll be named Megatron. <laughs> I'm going to be the greatest wide receiver of all time. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Calvin Johnson of the Detroit Lions. His nickname was Megatron. Of course. <laughs> he's a, going to be a Hall of Famer wide receiver. Hey, he's the leader of the Decepticons. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Predacons. Also, he transformed into a T-Rex. <laughs> Um, so it, it's a bad thing, right? There's like these group of people stole a ship, um, ran with technology, uh, an artifact. And we jumped now to, meanwhile, on a, another StarCraft already in space. Right. We see this one character, Optimus Primal. Not Optimus Prime, Optimus Primal is his name. And he's the captain of the StarCraft. And he's training with Rhinox, one of his friends. It's like an older statesman of his crew. They're playing like Joust. Joust, yeah. <laughs> And they're training, and um, uh, yeah, like you say like Rhinox. From what I remember in the cartoon, yeah, he's like the veteran of the group. Okay, and um, Optimus Prime was like the new leader kind of thing. Like I, I'm, I'm a leader, but I have not that much experience being a leader. Okay, he's like green between the ears. Yeah, because this ship, it's just like a research ship. Okay, right on the middle of space. So they're not really there to like battle or confront anybody. They're they're just exploring and doing research. Yeah, they are housing what they call like protoform pods, yeah. which I think are basically like the like the fetuses of transformers. Right, they will evolve into transformers when activated. Yeah, when they with their with the all spark. Yes, right. Yeah, and future. this I remember from the show. So I always thought all spark was like made for the movies. Is it was it in the shows? I don't remember if they said it like that, but like no, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of was, but I don't remember if it was called all spark or not. Mm, okay, or they talked about it as much as they do in the movies. Yeah, it's like every every other scene is about that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Optus Primal <laughs> always wants to. He's he's looking for action. He's he's kind of sad. He's just on this kind of science ship. He wants to see some real get in the muck, right? Fight. Right. Yeah. And and then he gets a call from the council saying like, okay, Optimus Primal, it looks like there's a ship headed your way and we need you to stop them. Mm-hmm. You're our only hope. You're the only, uh, was it transwarp ship that's out in space right now? Yeah. So you're the only ones that can like catch up to this stolen transwarp ship because they blew up everything else. And Optimus Primal was like, man, you must be desperate because I know you'd only ask us if we were like the last choice. Yeah. They're basically out of nowhere. They're like the outer yeah. rim of space right now. Um, but Optimus Primal has his go-to pilot, Nyx, trying to look and uh, look for a reading on this ship that's going to pass by them. Right. And um, Nyx is there, and then, like, the co-pilot is, like, rat trap, right? Yeah. And they're, they're kind of, like, arguing about, like, um, if that ship is going to show up or not. And I think they're they're saying, like, yeah, it'll be in, like, a couple clicks, which I don't know what measurement that is. Is that distance or time? I learned about this. I, they're both. Did you know that? What? Yeah. Apparently, click is, like, how far it takes for, like, sound to get to one place or another but also I think I forgot there's another one for time <laughs> okay. but it's both it's both time and space oh okay that's interesting because yeah. this comic book is both time and space yeah and so they they get a reading on the ship just jets into nowhere like come out coming out of nowhere right and it definitely looks bigger and more menacing than their tiny puny ship and um, instantly the spacecraft that Megatron is on and his Predacons go firing and try to shoot down the little ship just to get out of their way right 
what they they have the 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 this time engine the the Predacons to right. to time travel, but they need time to unlock and access the code. They have to like hack into it, right? They need to right. need to uh, um, buy time for the time being. Yeah, they need to um, unencrypt the BIOS. Okay. <laughs> They need to install new firmware. Right. Um, they need to get root access <laughs> through jailbreaking. So that's why they're like, how come if they can time travel, how come they just didn't time travel now? They're like, well, they still have to like unlock how to do it, like break into it. So they're like, while they're doing that, we have to kind of like um, get like connected to their coordinates. Mm-hmm. So that way, wherever they go, we'll go. So they're trying to like sync with them. Right. Uh, again, amidst this, there's still a battle. Lasers going back and forth. Um, one laser hits like the 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 turrets of um, Optimus Primal's ship, so it has no more weaponry. Like it right. can't fire back at the the Predacons. And so Nix has this like I have an idea, but you're not gonna like it. What uh, Nix Nix is gonna try to just battle ram straight into the ship. Uh, of of the Predacons. While this is going on, the Predacons uh, figure out the access code to time travel, and they create a portal to just jump through. And it looks like the Predacons have like escaped, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, oh, I thought we were like connected. We should have been warped with them. And then it's like a second later, they get warped into the portal too. And they're now sucked into like a different time, which yeah. I don't think they know where they went. Right. But they're both crash landing on this um tr- like in an old planet planet like mm-hmm. organic like they're from cybertron and this looks like the opposite of cybertron you know like forestry maybe an ice age era type planet totally right. different organic like you said um and as they crash into the other ship they basically lose control like they, they get they get pushed into the orbit of this planet and they have no control like we're going down i'm sorry right both, both ships cannot reach out of the orbit right and um i think nix is like if we crash um, all the life pods or whatever they're called yeah. are going to be destroyed. So Optimus is like, let them loose while we're at least still in orbit. They'll survive orbiting this planet and then we'll figure it out later. But we can't afford them like all being destroyed when we crash. I remember this from the, the show, right? Yep. It was like a way to like introduce new characters about later. Yeah. Right? It's like, uh, why would they just show up? Oh, they've been circling the earth. It's a pretty cool idea. I like that. And as they, both ships do break off from each other, but they, again, they go crashing down, basically clicks apart on the planets. And then um, I think everyone's like knocked out, like yeah. both sides. So both their like AI computers start um, activating and it's like scanning the the atmosphere of the planet and it says like okay this is like a bio organic planet and your forms right now would not survive here we're gonna scan the life forms of this planet and have you transform into those so that way you guys can survive and when it's scanning it's like all it's like a, a splash page of all the animals around right so it's, it's everything they're gonna be like gorilla a rat or a rhino and then there's like fossils of like a t-rex and a, a raptor so it's like pretty much everything Everything that's around there. So it's it's obvious now we're on Earth, right? That's where yes. the goldenness came from. We're on a prehistoric Earth back in the day. And that's what the robot does. The, the AI, it changes, it gives them what they quote unquote an alt mode, what they transform into. Yeah. Instead of a car, they're gonna transform into a gorilla, a rat, <laughs> a bat, things like that, right? Right. Beast, if you will. Oh. <laughs> and uh they're all like in their new bodies, transform like this is weird, but kinda cool. Like they yeah. have fur, they have 
the Nyx has wings now. She's the bat, right? Right. And they're all like exploring their body. It's all different. And then Rhinox is like, the planet is even weird. Like it it houses so much like energon, which is basically what's what the Transformers like feed off of how they get right. energy. And it's changed the like the the atmosphere of the world. Like there's like ice areas right next to forestry. Like it's mm. like it doesn't make sense. There's like jungle right next to whatever. And there's even like floating islands in the sky. It's like, it's like a Pandora. Right. It, it, it's it's wrong. Everything's wrong yeah. here. Um, you know what's convenient is they have their names prior to becoming these beasts. I was going to say the same thing. And yet they become what they're named after. Like Rat Trap became a rat. Yeah. Uh, Cheetor became a cheetah. <laughs> became Cheetos. <laughs> right. So it's like, how did you get those names before you were like chosen what animal you are? It makes no sense, but they had to do that to make, make it obvious, right? Waspinator. Oh, it's a good thing there was a wasp around. <laughs> Tarantulas? I wonder what you're going to be. Um, so even right, the, the Predacons, they do the same thing. Um, but it's, it's, it's all the evil animals. <laughs> Right, like uh, there's Scorponok is a scorpion, right? Yep. Uh, and of course, Megatron obviously becomes a, a T Rex. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense there. Um, uh, again, they're like exploring their new capabilities right there. Uh, uh, Optimus Primal pays a visit to Nyx at the top of their ship because I guess they're crash landed. They can't really do anything. They've done mm. diagnostics, they can fly up into space. And then Nyx is like, well, I've done all I can, but look at, we also need to like do reconnaissance of the world. Yeah. Uh, but she's hesitant. Nyx is hesitant to fly and trying to use her wings. It takes Optimus Primal to be a leader and be like, well, we need to figure it out there. It, why, why not a better way and do it the physical way? Go fly up there and, and soar, baby. Yeah. Uh, so she turns into a bat and like she flies for the first time. Um, she looks like, you ever seen Fern Gully? Yeah. It's the bat from Fern Gully. The old cartoon? Yep. Yeah. I, I, she's like and she's like soaring up in the space it's like she's going through like the grand canyon or something right yeah getting the whole grasp of the world and it's, it's kind of beautiful earth is beautiful sometimes <laughs> um there should be like communication uh, available with their ship but uh she kind of lost she went way too far out into like the forestry all the different domains of the earth um when out of nowhere someone's swooping in it's the character pterosaur so it's a pterodactyl yeah makes sense and um they're like size appropriate which is kind of weird yeah so like she's the size of a bat and he's the size of a pterodactyl <laughs> when they're animals it's a it's not a fair fight really right yeah but they're, they're both flying ones and they there's this kind of awesome shot where pterosaur transforms mid-air back into right his robot form and fires with these lasers coming out of his like arms to shoot up nicks and uh, take her out but again he's like in free fall as he's making these shots but uh, is able to to tag Nyx and uh, take her out. And again, the Predacons are in their own drama. Uh, Tarantulas is like the like the pilot, or also the, like like the science, the techie right. of the group. Mm -hmm. And Tarantulas is like looking through all the data, um, trying to figure out how to, I guess, make the ship go back up, right, to right. escape again. Dinobot, who is like the one that turns into a Raptor, he he's the <laughs> <So> one. <laughs> is there also okay another error? Isn't there also Dino? Bots, yes, what's up with from, that? From the old Transformers, so yeah. it's centuries ago, okay, but it's the same name. <laughs> uh, like the writers were that lazy, the Dinobots and the Constructicons. All right, come on, <laughs> get out of here with that. They're um, added in later, yeah, to the G1 or yeah, G1 Transformers. Um, 
And the, the the cool thing about them is there's five of each, right? Yeah. But they can combine to like Megazord into one bigger Transformer. It's like a Voltron. Yeah. So like if you remember the Constructicons in the second Transformers movie combined to create Devastator. I do remember that. Yeah. That awesome movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so were they in the movie, the Constructicons? Yeah, but it was barely it's not a there. big deal. Like they weren't really like talked about until like they're used just to make Devastator. Gotcha. Okay. It was just the day six mocking at the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dinobot here, he's just one guy. He turns to a raptor. He I was gonna complain about this too. Oh yeah? Go ahead. His name is Dinobot. Yeah. And yet he's not the only dinosaur. Exactly. I would get <laughs> If you were the only dinosaur, you could be Dinobot. But there's a T-Rex also. Yeah. There's Pterosaurus, who is a pterodactyl. Yeah, and a pterodactyl. So you should be like Raptortron or something. And that sounds cool already. <laughs> you can't be like... Raptor. That like, already sounds like a robot. Yeah. Like, you can't be like Raptor. Sharkbot. And then there's like Hammerhead and Great White also on your team. You make a lot of sense. <laughs> I think of Dinobot in this world as the star screen, like the second in command yeah. that does not agree with the power of Megatron. Absolutely. And like goes to Megatron's throne room on the ship and he's like, we have to get out there and defeat these Maximals. They're going to take us out mm-hmm. right away. But Megatron is actually the safe one. He's like, we have to prepare our defenses before anything else. Yeah. He just doesn't want to listen to Dinobot. Right. It's like, I'm the bigger dinosaur here. Okay. Yeah. If anything, I should be called Dinobot, but I'm called Megatron because that's the cool bad guy name. It's the cool one. Right. There yeah. has to be some through line. It has to make sense. Right. Yeah. If that guy's Optimus Primal, I got to be Megatron. And we can figure out a way to make that prehistoric, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Megatronus or something, I don't know. <laughs> um, so Dinobot tries to like go back to Tarantulas and be like, okay, can you just set up our, our equipment and try and exa- get us out of here? But Tarantulas is like, I don't listen to you. I listen to Megatron and I barely listen to him because <laughs> all of us were kind of like uh, rebels in this whole thing. Like the, the Maximals are the institution. We're the rebels, right? right they're like the separatists. Yeah, exactly. But um, Dinobot is just like, he, he again, he just feels like the whole crew is not on his side. When you make a whole crew of backstabbers, don't be surprised when you get backstabbed. <laughs> <Right>, exactly. <laughs> Um, but then Pterosaurus, again, he, he was the one that was fighting off Nyx. He brings um, the unconscious body of Nyx straight to Megatron. He's like, I have right. a prize for you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so they have one of their enemies in their midst, Nyx. And basically, Megatron assigns Tarantulas to torture Nyx. Right. Right. And she's like hung up like she's uh, Mr. Incredible, right, with her hands up and like <laughs> in a... In a uh, weak position and Megatron is just threatening her like do you really want me to for to allow Tarantulas to just have his to attack you in any way to torture you and Tarantulas is like I'm an artist like this is what I do right again he's a sexual predator okay. <laughs> I don't like it um, uh, but, but again they're, they're all like kind of like gonna attack Nyx right now right she's in a weak position Dinobot is the one that's like um, he's the one that's again like in the back like I don't know if I like this he's apparently he's the head of security <laughs> And he's like, well, we need her alive. These are beast war crimes you're doing right now. <laughs> this is not okay, basically. Uh, 
And so he again, they're butting heads, right? He's like, we need her alive if we're ever gonna get to information about the Maximals, right? And uh, it takes Megatron to just like Tarantulas just just attack her and torture her as much as you want. And she's not saying anything. She's not re- revealing anything about the the whereabouts of her people. She's not a rat. That's rat trap, right? Back <laughs> on the on the note of rat trap, yeah, I have affinity for him because I, I had his toy. Okay, did you have any uh, Transformers toys when you? growing up um when i was very little to yeah. the point where like i don't even have memories of it i just seen pictures oh, really i had an optimus prime truck really that that's like became, top of the line yeah like uh, by now if i kept it pristine it'd be worth a lot of money that's bs what the but, heck i mean i i don't even remember playing with it like that's how young i was that i probably got rid of it before i could create memories <laughs> like right like when all before you could hand it down to your little brother <laughs> let's say <laughs> Yeah, I had the rat trap toy, okay. the toy that transformed into, and then I, 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 that was one of the, my favorite toys when I was a kid. I remember also I was I just like robots, right? I had the Voltron toys. Oh, that's cool. I remember our grandma every time we'd see her, she'd give me one of the one of the tigers, and it'd be like every time I see her, we get I get another one. So I, I think I just got like two, right? Two of the tigers. <laughs> And then the third toy was just like the whole Voltron, but it was like the small version. Oh, like the one that you can't take apart? Yeah. And I was like, oh, thanks, Grandma. This is just what I want. She's like, this is costing me too much. I'm just I, getting the whole thing. I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it was like, I can't be, I can't not not be thankful. So thank you. Thank you. This is not what I wanted. <laughs> right, anyways. Nyx does not look like she's in a good situation here. And Dinobot uh, barks back at Megatron. Like, we need information from her to, to find out where the Maximals are. But Megatron's like, insubordination, right? As he does. He even like chokes him out and like throws him to the ground. Yeah. And then Tarantula just uses his like Tarantula legs that are out there and is uh, holding down Nyx to, to attack her some more, to torture her. Um, but then Dinobot, he gets into a fury. Um, Tarantulas uh, unlocks this like science experiment to mm. use on uh, Nyx, right? So right. basically, the reason why they transform is the Energon poisons them. There's too it's too pure on this planet. Yeah, so they have they can't be the robot for too long. They have to revert back to the animal form. Yeah, to protect them. I guess the fur keeps them safe. Yeah. So the science experiment Tarantulas made forces Nyx to stay in her robot form, mm. and she tries to transform and run away and cl- like fly off but she's stuck in her robot form and, and is getting weaker by the second right and they're all kind of just watching her and kind of laughing at her but it takes Dinobot to get into action and attacks like this big orb that's 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 keeping her in that form um, and then they all are just like screaming traitor at Dinobot um, and he transforms into a raptor and pounces, attacks them, bites them off. And like his best friend on the Predacons team, Scold, yeah, who turns into like a turtle, is like, "How could you do this? You're you're a traitor." <laughs> Um, but but Scold, he just gets tossed by Dinobot like he's like a frisbee right. and all the other Predacons. And uh, it, it's almost like a, another betrayal, betrayal of friendship. And then he, Predacon, I mean, uh, Dinobot announces this big message to their AI robot and locks all the Predacons in the ship and allows for uh, Nyx to fly off and get to safety while I guess Dinobot is on his own outside of the ship. Right. He's, uh, he's pretty much Judas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and so that's going to be the end where we're going to stop for today. But it's kind of like the epitome of what I think a Beast Wars is, is yeah. traitors. Right. 
There's so much like flipping back and forth from Predacon and Maxwell in the old show. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. The old show, um, this comic book gets into more detail. Oh, yeah. In the old show, like in the old show, I, I didn't know about the golden disc until like later seasons. Yeah. All it just starts off with them crashing onto this planet. And you don't even know that it's technically like ancient Earth or whatever. Really? You just know it's a prehistoric planet. Um, and then um, Dinobot pretty much does the same thing. Like, oh, this? He leaves the Predacons and joins the Maximals. But the whole entirety of the series, it's like, can we even trust him? So he's like Gambit. Yeah, he's Gambit. Like, you can't trust him. He says he's a good guy. Yeah. And he's proven that he's a good guy every now and then. But there's still people that just can't trust him. And that's another reason why the show's so good. The, the level of, like writing they're yeah. not writing dumbed down stuff for kids really? it's like kids will get it just write it a good story really yeah I okay i remember yeah it was pretty intricate right yeah like at this time prior to this it's like we gotta write dumber for kids so like the old Ninja Turtles cartoons everything was like kind of silly and simplified and not real stakes or anything yeah but then you get to the 90s and you get like beast wars you get the x-men show you get um, batman animated series right they did not dumb down the writing for kids they wrote it how they would write it it's maybe not as intricate as for like i don't know yeah adults it's not shakespeare yeah but they're not making it like they're not watering it down and kids still understood what was happening they still got it and that's what i think writers back then didn't understand till later okay yeah i mean that's why we're making it live action now because it was so good as a cartoon (laughs) also they've used up everything else yeah maybe that's we need to draw in some more fans uh, but yeah, I just had some good memories of this cartoon. I think I was too young to get all of it, but it was like it's great, cartoon. pretty, pretty dope. Still, I've, I'm pretty sure I watched all of it. Um, I will say what happens later on spoilers in later seasons of the show. Oh, really? Is because um, that that disc is from their past, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, right. They find where it's from on this planet, which is ancient Earth, and they find the Autobots and the Decepticons like buried there. What in a ship? Separate ships, right? Um, and again, the Autobots and Decepticons, they're huge. They're the size of trucks, right? Right, yeah. Um, whereas Optimus Prime is the size of a gorilla. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. So they're not the same size. Um, and then um, they realize like, oh, the Predacons are going to come and attack the hibernating Autobots. They're like in stasis. And if they kill them, that's our ancestors will be wiped out. Oh. So to protect them, they actually house their AllSparks in them. What? Yeah, because they can't defend themselves. So when they take, like Optimus Prime will take Optimus Prime's AllSpark to protect it, puts it inside him, and then that evolves Optimus Primal, and he becomes like big like them. And, and the it's less of like looking like a gorilla. More like an 18-wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> and more like shiny metal and stuff like Oh. And that's when uh, they upgraded the look of everybody. I don't know the timeline, but I'm wondering if that's like the second show. Because I know there's one that's called Beast Machines, Beast Machines Transformers. Yeah. It's right after that. Is that is that the era? Okay. So like at the end of Beast Wars, they go back to Cybertron and it, it's pretty much Beast Machines. The hell? Okay. And it's weird because something happens where they get amnesia when they land on Cybertron. Huh? Okay. And it's like they have to like try to remember what happened. And some of, the cool. bad, some of the bad guys in Beast Machines are actually good guys. They just forgot Ooh. that they were good. Yes. <laughs> That's interesting, actually. I, I honestly want to watch it again, but I don't know if my eyes can take it. Yeah, I want to listen to it again. Yeah. It's so... <laughs> ugh. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, that was a wild ride for a Beast Wars, Transformers Beast Wars. Here's anything else you wanted to say about are, it? Are you excited for the movie? Are you going to try to watch it? Honestly, looking back at all this stuff, I'm, I'm curious if they're going to dig into more Beast Wars stuff and actually mm. make it interesting. Because yeah. it sounds like the movies now are the old cartoons back in the day. Just dumb it down. Yeah, right, bit, right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe there's some intricacy they can bring in when you bring in animals, the beasts. Yeah. I hope it's better than um, the some of the other ones. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess that's it. Anything else? Uh, that's it for me. Let's jump into side stories. So I've been trying to unlock the capabilities of my iPad that I've been using, that I'm actually using right now, as we're talking about here on the on the podcast. But uh, I've been playing around, just wasting time playing League of Legends on my iPad. And right. I, I, I've been like, uh, League of Legends, like a love-hate relationship with me because I've tried a couple of times and I pretty much eventually get pretty bad at the game when you get to you higher get levels. bad at it? So you start okay. I start okay because I'm just playing robots or something. You're playing, <laughs> playing bots uh, or I'm playing like beginner level players and I get pretty dang bad compared to when they get to the upper level pool. But yeah, I've just been, I've been just been curious if there's any fun games you can play on your iPad. Like, do you play any games on, on yours? No, which is weird because I know I should. <laughs> that's that's exactly what, what I'm thinking, right? It has more capability than my phone. Yeah, right? but I don't, I, don't, I don't even play on my phone that, at all either. Oh, yeah, you don't really? Okay. Yeah, like, so I guess, yeah. I'll, I'll play uh, a game, like I'll get addicted to a phone game every once in a while. Don't you have those waves of like, yeah, you sure. find a game, you're like, I'm loving it for a while and you play for a while. Yeah, I finally stopped playing Marvel Snap. Right, right. So like, I'll, I'll have the same wave of that, like... I play Pokemon Go now just because it's like just something to do, something to waste time. Okay. And then I'll like del- delete it because I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? I'm not, I'm, very, I'm not even, my Pokemon aren't even getting stronger. And I'll be like, oh yeah, there's Pokemon Go in the app. So I'll play it again. <laughs> and it's like a cycle like that. I find it again. So that, I guess I'm in that cycle with League of Legends, but now on the iPad, because I'm just curious if it has more, it has more horsepower than my phone, right? Can I yeah. play some fun games on there? And uh, it's been a fun week, and I'm probably gonna stop soon because I'm, I'm getting again. I'm getting to the good players, and I'm losing a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forget that it's literally like you just got a computer in front of you, right? Exactly. Yeah. So how does the gameplay of it compare to like on a computer? They make it easier. They just try to make it simpler. Like uh, you know, the touch screen, the left joystick is the, the screen itself, and the right mm-hmm. there's like buttons. So it's actually, honestly, like the keyboard thing. I never got used to it because I've never been a PC gamer, right? I'm just okay. Always like console, whatever, just the easy. So literally, I'm going the easiest step. Go to go to iPad, and uh, it, it's a fun game. I think I'm just looking for something to play on my iPad to see see if it's any good. I also tried Diablo Immortal. Have you heard, you've heard of that game? It's like the yeah. the uh, another mobile version of Diablo game. And I think it's different. Like League of Legends, like you play a match, you either win in super fun or you get frustrated. It's like a rage type game. Okay. And then Diablo is kind of just like you're like on a treadmill. Like you just keep going, keep playing like you're it's a top-down thing where you're fighting off random monsters or whatever, and you get new equipment, and you fight a stronger monster, and you get new equipment, and you find a stronger monster. So it's kind of that kind of a game. I can see how it can get addictive, and they really just like tease you at the beginning of like the cool equipment you can win up and level up to get to at the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's just uh, another thing. I'm still, I guess I'm still on the lookout for a fun game I could play on my iPad. Um, this all really started because of I helped out one of our older relatives because he was shopping around for a new iPad too. Like he was okay. finally going to get one. 
And then he asked me to do that thing where you transfer all of your apps from your phone to an iPad. Okay. And it, I was doing that. And it was literally like three screens of like phone app games on there. Like, oh, just games? It was like, well, like there's all like, the other stuff, responsible apps or whatever. But it's like he had so many games on his phone. I'm surprised that he had, it was like, are you eight years old? Oh, wow. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think. And like, he's like, they have to be on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like, uh, you know, older people never game. Right, so they finally have a gaming <laughs> device. No game. They, they finally have a gaming device in their pocket, and like, oh yeah, games are pretty fun. And I think like that's actually mobile is where the big video game market is. That's and you can get like it's old people. It's so weird how technology. It's almost like a reverse wave where it's like yeah. starts with the youngest, and then eventually will find its way to the older generations. Right, because like okay, yeah, um, when technology was was smart phones was first getting on the market and and people had them like people like i'd say the generation older than us had them but were not addicted to them how we are addicted to them yes so it's they keep them in their pocket which is weird (laughs) (laughs) and uh so you'd be at the dinner table Uh and then we, we would be on it and they would say stuff like hey no phones Right. At the dinner table. And now they're the ones on it and we're the ones like kind of like bored of it a little bit sometimes. Get past, yeah, yeah. past the wave of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I like- I see that, those things. It's like, I don't want to like rub it in the face. <laughs> I just wish I had a recording of them saying it before. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like that type of thing? Yeah. So I'm trying to think now, it's like, okay, what are they saying now that I'm doing that I know they'll eventually do too, so that I can save it? (laughs) Keep in your back pocket. Right. You can have a device to record the thing, like maybe like a phone. (laughs) I I talked to somebody over the phone while I was at work. Yeah. And I'm assuming they're um, in the like 70s age or older. Sure. And uh, I asked them for their email and they said they did not have an email, but they had a Gmail. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what's your Gmail? Completely different. Then they gave it to me and I was like, okay, well, I'll email this to you then. (laughs) Well, then how am I going to get it? I don't have an email. I have a Gmail. Jeez. Yeah, I, I it's just weird. Like old people get they get caught with like email scams. Like I've seen it with yes. my coworkers. Like they're like someone with gray hair will like see like I, they're trying to be so accommodating to the other person, right? Right. But they don't see it's a scam. Yeah, and it's terrible people out there that's gonna try to do this. Yeah, and they've been using uh, AI now to do it. Really? Because I've heard scams where like they try to sound like a child or like a, a younger like their grandchild. What the he- in the email or whatever? No, like on the phone. What the? Because heck? they can use the voice changer things. That's scary. I didn't know this. It was to that extreme. Yeah. Wow. Gee, wow. Okay, that's kind of scary. If only I knew how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're putting game out there for for hackers. For <laughs> yeah, I saw this post. It was like millennials, myself, uh-huh. are like in in between. We're the in between generation. It's like mm. people older than us, like forgot their email password right away. And then yeah. the people younger than us, the Gen Z, whatever, they have four emails. They know it's good to have like like one for business, one for yes. personal use, one for to experiment with, like yeah. just to sign up for random BS that they don't right. want in their inbox. It's like yeah. they're, it's like millennials are the ones that are just like even. They're like mm-hmm. they live through it all. Yeah, yeah. Before and after internet. And then um, I was one time installing software for a person uh, older generation. Yeah. And um, you know it'd be like type your name and your organization or whatever yes right? and then they just went like this 
just type random letters, smashing the keyboard. Was it really random? Yeah, it was just like, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, it's better you leave it blank than put something you're never going to remember. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to ask you later and you're not going to know. This literally happened to, to me. Like, I, Yeah. Because when you go to one account and you forgot it, you kind of have to go to another account to go find it, right? Yeah. So it was like looping around. Type right. Of and then if there's, I've got the question, like, why do they need a password to their email? Yeah. Or why do they need a password to their Facebook account? Or sure. Something like that. And I'm like, because if you don't have one, anyone could use it. Yeah. Anyone can pose as you. Yeah. Or, or just they, like, they still don't understand that. You, you can't have one without it. It's the rules. Them's the rules. Yeah. And I understand why they think that. Why would anybody want to be them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't... It's so, I'm, I kind of work in like IT kind of uh -huh. section of things. And when I'm like helping with someone like walk through something mm -hmm. and they do like the reflex thing of like, whenever there's like a pop-up message, just close it right away or whatever, click one of the random Read suggestions. It. Yeah. yeah it's, you got to go slow. It's actually not fast. is not better. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I'll ask you this. I know um, we're way off topic now. It, yeah. This is, I'm pretty much done with my story. Um, have you ever felt old using technology? Like maybe someone younger oh, than you taught you something. Oh, um, I mean, it's just like the cutting edge stuff that I'm just, I actually don't. I've never played around with AI yet. I'm, I'm behind. I know I am, but I'm just uh, getting left behind. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I haven't booted up Dolly yet or uh, Chat GPT me, Chat GPT me. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done any of those things yet. I um, I know people that have like never used Facebook just because. Oh really? Yeah, they're younger. Yeah. Now people that have never even used Instagram. Yeah. Okay, I can believe that. Because they're, they're older. They're for, no, they're younger. Uh, what? It's just because their first social media was probably like Snapchat and then TikTok. That's crazy! Wow. Yeah. Instagram is there's always Instagram for old people now. It's just I'm old. I think so. Wow, that's trippy. Instagram is unique though because they just copy the other apps, so they're kind of trying to stay young. They they can, uh, they can still survive. Appeal. Yeah. Survive. Survive, um, but yeah, um, it's just weird to hear that. Who's on Snapchat? I don't it, know. I, I, I don't be real, everybody. I, <laughs> I heard it's like still bustling, but but it's like for unique. It's, it's for like, like one drug dealing, right? <laughs> maybe it's maybe that it's also like just one demographic. I think it's like college age people. Yeah. is the only thing. Then there's like the generation that's like older than me, but still tech savvy ish. Right? Okay, and maybe that not that much older than me because I'm I'm pretty young minded. Okay, <laughs> so they might be just slightly older than me. But it feels like they're a generation above. Okay. Um, uh, they use Twitter a lot. Oh, right. Although I think those are a specific kind of person, not an age. It's like people that read books. Right. Yeah. That's what it is, right? Because then um, it's like a whole other world to me because I don't really use Twitter. Yeah, me neither. But I love basketball, watching basketball. Okay. And there's a whole world of NBA Twitter that right. will comment and the, everyone was referring to stuff that someone said on Twitter. I'm just like, I'm so lost in that. I think Twitter really is the type of thing that has like communities or yeah. whatever. Yes. And I just never glommed on. Tanny when I tried right. it out. It's not for like a one thing. It's like, it's not for like rapid scrolling like you do with Instagram and stuff. Yeah. It's like checking in on a topic that I'm interested in. You know what's interesting thing too is like with the whole Elon buying Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Jack Dorsey, he made a new app called Blue Sky. Okay. And yeah. it's like really like 
people that get on it's like the invite only era of okay. that or stage of, of app right now and people are saying it's like it's like early twitter like people love it like it's so interesting the communities that are there that have like adjacent things it's so much better than twitter because like their their ai that connects people is like better than twitter that they're saying oh, the algorithm the algorithm yeah the algorithm the the one and only algorithm is supposedly better but it's still like super early stages and i can't i tried to get log in. in i couldn't I, you need like a you need to know somebody oh, i'm gonna try to get in <laughs> you're trying to get in before me yeah yeah, Blue Sky, it's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Same thing with like Reddit. Yeah, I think Reddit is one of those things that's like people research stuff and, po- and then post it or whatever. I do go to advice for Reddit. Do you do that? Advice? No. Yeah. Maybe it's a bad move, but I look for like financial advice on Reddit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best place for it. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's better than wherever else. I'll, I'm, I don't know where else to look for it. I get my financial advice from HBO shows. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Euphoria. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about the series finale of Succession. Okay. Okay. Um, so, spoiler, it just ended, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, like, the whole series is over after four seasons, after four incredible seasons. What a what a ride it was. It's, I, I understand now how shows work. It's just all, just put a focus on terrible people. Every one of your characters should just be terrible. Yeah. I mean. That's how Game of Thrones is. That's how <laughs> most shows are. Uh, and then it gets interesting. Then it gets good. Yeah. Because good people are boring right right i think hbo cracked the code right right um so i i really love the finale of the show i don't want to spoil anything yet but like it ends great um i don't know if because i don't know if a lot of people watch the show i know a lot of people what? watch it but not people i know okay so okay. it's like i have no one to talk with except maybe you uh, yeah. who wants to talk to you is that what you're saying <laughs> i'm just saying like we've already talked about it yeah we did well a lot uh yeah i think i liked it too but i could see people hating on it. it's kind of like up in the air endings of a tv yeah. show for me where right. i could see any side yeah um because it did le- it did leaves it left me with feelings left me with like uh. did, for me yeah it, it did feel like the right ending though for me the correct ending yeah like it kind of had to be that way and when you when you look back on it it's kind of like yeah they laid that groundwork for it to end that way mm, okay even though maybe people didn't want it that way but um yeah if we want to spoil it it's been out for two weeks now so this is for sure spoilers yeah watch the whole show yeah Everyone. if you haven't seen it i'm gonna spoil this season and just you know sing praises about it. it's a great show it's really yeah great. it's it's amazing my number two favorite show right now wow of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main focus is the dad is like this big conglomerate guy. And he has his three children are after the chair of succession when he retires. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Yeah. But um, in the in the fourth season, he unexpectedly just passes away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. In the middle of the season. Yeah. So it's like at the end. The whole season is a scramble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this whole season is both the emotional ride of their dad being gone. Yeah. But also like, well, where do, who's going to take over? Like, I, I'm... I need to look like I'm mourning, but I also want to put my name in the hat. There's like machinations of who can get the the chair, the CEO chair or whatever, to get to run the right. company. Yeah. And there's all this backstabbing and there's constantly like, we are a team until the next scene where I'm betraying you. Until it's not convenient anymore. Yeah. Until you get uh, in front of my plans. Yeah. And it's so good. Mm, it's juicy. <laughs> I love it. And really, there is like a lot of like so much turning around and like toughly turning, like who's on whose side. Yeah. You have to like, yeah, it's fast. It comes to a boiling point where they just have to decide, are we going to be united or completely separate? And um, it it reaches the, the climax when 
you kind of see it's slipping away. Oh, yeah. And the, the, like Kendall will like do anything now to get it. Right. Even lie to their faces and say the most horrible things. Um, and then the other two are just like, how could you say that? And then it makes them say even more terrible things. And all this is happening. And what's just happening in reality is the three of them are just losing now. Right. Yeah. They're not on the same front. Yeah. And it's almost like they'll let themselves go down if they're letting their own sibling go down further. Right. Like, I'd rather you not win than for me to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And it's kind of what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to win. <laughs> I mean, their father is right. They're not serious people. Oh, my. Yeah. They're all trying to live up to him, right? Yeah. And basically, at the end, what the answer is, he can't. None of them yeah. can. Um, he, it's weird because he promised all of them that they would be next in line. Yeah. But in reality, he knew like none of them could do it because none of them earned anything. Everything was given to them. Right. They are soft people, right? Yeah. So like, he even says to Kendall, was like, name one thing you have that I didn't get for you. That's a kind of a good point. Yeah. So it's just... It's just funny that these people think they deserve it. But also, like, they're not great people. So it's not like they should get it. Right. And then the one person that my favorite character that was kind of like, I'd say the most real beat up. Oh, oh, okay. Ends up kind of winning on top. If you if you count that as winning, I don't even know if that's winning. In my head, I, I thought the same thing. Like he's also my favorite character. Yeah. And I thought like, we broke his soul. Right. Like we, he lost his humanity. Because um, Tom yeah. is the husband of the daughter of that family, ends up becoming CEO, but only because the own, the new owner of the whole company wants a pushover as CEO. Someone to control. Okay. Yeah. yeah there's even that. It's not really a win. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're you're in charge by name, but really I'm in charge. Yeah. I, I also think like with the relationship with him and Shiv, it's like also like, it's yeah. not perfect either. No. Yeah. So not not a, a good landing on that part either, even though they're going to continue. Right. And then with Roman, the youngest, him, I think he's the one that kind of first realized that none of us deserve it. Oh, yeah. And he, he kind of realized like, we're all pathetic, even me. Sure. And um, it's over kind of thing. We're not it. Yeah. Interesting. And when Kendall tries to find back and get him on board and he takes low blows that he calls his like um like he's called his kids i forget the exact words but like, like not his basically not, yeah not his kids yeah pretty pretty drastic yeah and yeah the performances in the show are just oh very good i, mean, I don't know if i've ever yeah I don't, they're just so despicable yeah way way more than like game of thrones yeah pretty great it's like but it's a modern day thing people like this probably exist it's crazy because game of thrones they're like killing each other and in this one because it's modern they can't really you know they can't just kill the other person their words are that much more brutal (laughs) stings more yeah harsher it's easier just to get swiped by a sword or something yeah yeah Yeah, it's cutting because back then if you said that they'll just kill you okay now it's like man i'll just say this and you know it's true oh my gosh some of the scenes with siobhan the character of siobhan and tom what because it's like they love each other they hate each other yeah when they hate each other it was brutal they're saying the worst things yeah you could audibly hear just going like "Ooh, yeah yeah And it's a show. <laughs> there, I, I've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos critiquing Succession yeah. since the finale. Right. I, I, I saw this thing mentioned about like the way they film it. Mm-hmm. It's like they filmed the whole room. Like they never tell anyone we're going to have the camera camera on you at this second of the, uh, they the just, scene. You have to keep acting. Everyone has to act the whole time. Yeah. So it's like makes everything so real. Right. And it's like the, the real acting is reactions. Right. People's faces. 
astonishment of the big someone yelling in the room. The scene where um, they're finding out their dad is dying. Sure. Oh man. Um, this is the third episode, and it's hardest because they're in a like legal battle with him, right? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they're technically not even speaking to him, but he's dying. It's their dad, so they um, they don't know what to do. They have to say goodbye to him over the phone. Yeah. The extra dicey thing is like they're in a nice happy event that's right. going on. Yeah. So they can't be like sobbing. Yeah. Right? They're not at home. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a scene where one of the brothers, brothers, Kendall, has to go find the sister, Siobhan. Yeah. And she's downstairs in the crowd of people. She doesn't know that the dad's dying. Yeah. Um, they didn't tell him, the actor, where she would be. Oh, really? So that way, when he went down there, he's like really looking for her. So it's like, it's kind of real. Wow. And he has to like hold his composure and look for her. So that way it's kind of natural. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think this show does take a toll on the actors. Like Roman, the actor. Uh, yeah. The Culkin. Yeah. He's, Culkin. He says like he has to like take like a breather after each uh, acting session. It's like his it's like intense. a whole ceremony or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It, it's also like very funny too. Of a show. Yeah. At times. Yeah. The, some of the lines that they say in um, the Greg character is hilarious. I mean, it's like because they do see themselves as uh, higher than other people. So them, yeah. them cutting down other people. It's some good comebacks and right. replies or whatever. Last season, the third season, when that finale happened, I was like screaming how good it was. And this season's finale kind of like topped it. Even more? I think so. Just because like the surprise of the last season just like blew my mind. And then now it was just kind of like this whole disaster that happened. It's like you can't look away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. HBO's just got it, right? Like, Yeah. Um, I, I I've been hearing people talk about like HBO how it's it's just like the mainstay like the the premiere like str- not just streaming platform but from years on like the channel yeah. or whatever. I I just we just never had money when we were going up to to watch it, so I never really watched anything on it back then. But I mean, like yeah, the legacy of great shows is like from The Wire to Sopranos to Oz to even like Sex and the City and Entourage. Those are like still great. big shows at the time. Yeah, it's it's not the shows that you sh- greenlit; it's the ones you don't. Yeah, like like, like you're critiquing. Like right. What do you cut out? The fat, right? Yeah. Man. Uh, I wonder what's the next they, thing? They could do this because you have to pay for it. The viewers have to pay to watch it. Right. So they have money. They don't have to make it broad. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Right. They don't have to appeal to advertisers. Yeah. I saw this thing where it was like, at one year, Netflix paid like 17, maybe it was like 17 billion. Is that right? For like making new shows. And then HBO paid like 4 billion or whatever. But they're like, the quality is so much better. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, man. Um, the only sad part is there's no more. Yeah. Succession. Yeah. yeah. Sequel. Uh, I'm, I don't I want wouldn't that. Be, I, I wouldn't can... be surprised if there's like a, a prequel oh. about how Logan Roy came to power and got all his wealth. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> you made a joke. It's like the prequel's going to be a thousand years prior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay, old Roy. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you want to bring up before we go? Oh, that's it for me this week. Um, yeah. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Um, if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. You can find us on all podcast apps and even on uh, Spotify if you want to stream us there. And uh, leave a review if you can. That'd be awesome. For sure. Open up another tab and also search up at the Reader Copy Podcast and all the social medias you have, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We can we can chat over there also. Um, we'll be back next week with a brand new comic book. Until then, Daniel, could you hit him with the outro? If you like what we have, say, by the book pick it up and read your copy see you later